guys, welcome back. New Year's same floral couch. <laughs> hey guys, it's Alyssa and, and Emily and Loon. Woo! Special co-host Loon. Yes, here from all the way from Montana. She really wants to go home, but we trapped her here. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it's a, it's the truth. Well, that's okay. Uh, I will be home in 48 hours and I'll just sleep in my own bed. That would be nice. So, my voice sounds weird. Does my voice sound weird to you guys? Um, Not not a ton. I've been spending a lot of time with you in the past few days, so I'm used to it now, but... It's a little raspy. So, I've been sick. I've had a really bad cold in the last couple of days. And I rallied and I went to work today because I was sick of sitting in my house and talking to people on the phone. They're like, are you sick? You sound really nasally. Oh, thanks. That's what I want to (laughs) hear. And this other guy was like, you sound de-nasally. And I didn't know what de-nasally meant. Is that a thing or was I hearing him wrong? De-nasally? Yeah. That sounds made up. I've never heard that before. (laughs) Yeah, no, I have no idea. Okay. Hopefully Um, you heard him wrong. It's not even like Phoebe. Is it like D nice? Friends when D nice, like Phoebe from Friends when she has her sexy, smelly cat voice. It's not even like that. It's just like you sound nasally. We don't know that because you haven't sang "Smelly Cat" for us yet. So I'm just saying, my voice has cracked like three times since I've gotten here to Floral Couch headquarters. That's true. So. Also, you're currently sitting in a bubble because that's the only way you're allowed in. So yeah. I brought my own Kleenexes, wearing my polar bear pajama pants. We are having Jammy's podcast. Jammy's podcast session. We are. What'd you guys do for New Year's? It was pretty lit. Well, we had a real intense rager because of the fact that I was deathly ill. And we did a Golden Girls puzzle at our parents' house. Yep. And then we played a game called Splendor, which is the best game ever. If anyone's looking for a great, easy to play, chill, fun game, Splendor. I accidentally won. I thought that I was one point away from winning, and then uh, it was pointed out to me that I'd actually won. So that's exciting. It was it's pretty good, exciting. Good way to play. <laughs> and then I wanted to keep my winning streak up, so I sat out the next round. And then you found a million dollars. True. So yeah, that's all we did. And then we watched the ball drop and then and went we home. Jumped went into the new year. Jumped. Did you literally jump? Yeah. I, we stood on the, um, what you, I stood on the arm of the couch and then when we said happy new year, I jumped onto the floor. I didn't heard of that since until last year when we did it for the first time. So we decided to do it again. It's now a tradition. Mm-hmm. What'd you do? I was really lame, and but I have no regrets. I stayed home. I read a book. I took a bubble bath. I painted my nails, watched the ball drop, and went to bed. <laughs> that sounds amazing. And we already talked about this and talked about how we both like saw people on social media going out and getting dressed up and doing all their New Year's thing. And we were just like, nope, really glad we didn't do that. Yeah. It's like sometimes I have to be in like a very specific mood to be excited to go out <laughs> these days. I've in been my in old like age. a very hermity mood. Like I had off of work for the whole like in between Christmas and New Year's and I didn't want to do anything. I just like 
That's kind of like a winter, though, like winter holiday feeling. Also, you've been dying, so probably that's true. Not really dying, but under the weather. Yes. Yeah. It started out as like a mini cold. I thought I was going to be able to fight through it, but then all of a sudden it like blew up into an extreme sickness. I think I had the same thing a couple weeks ago. I woke up on a Sunday and was like, oh, I'm sick, and then was sick that Sunday, but then felt fine the whole rest of the week, and then following Sunday, woke up, was so sick the whole week by the end of the week the last day before christmas break i was really glad that we had guest presenters in my classroom the whole day (laughs) because i could not talk yeah i feel like you never get sick though emily so it's kind of for a long time i did not get sick for like five years and then for the past couple years i've gotten a pretty bad cold a couple summers ago i got a really bad cold in the summer which was really I like had to get steroids. That was how bad it yeah. was. I don't know what is wrong with me. You, usually it's because of traveling. Like mm-hmm. it was um, when I travel for, for work and I'm sleeping in a hotel room by myself, I just don't sleep. So I feel like I get really, I get sick during that time because I haven't slept. And Yeah. I feel like when I travel too, my allergies act up and then turn into something mm-hmm. that's like a cold or whatever. <laughs> So now that we've had this riveting conversation (laughs) about germs and sickness, I need to announce to everyone, Alyssa claims to have an exciting announcement to tell everyone. Yes. Well, I don't know how exciting once you hear about it, but I committed to the podcast. Wait, let's give everyone a backstory about what that means. Well, previously when we were talking about my hinge non-dating you were saying, you need to go on a date, you need to go on a date, you need to commit for the podcast. So I committed for the podcast. <laughs> you make me sound like this like extreme pressure friend who is not nice. Well, you would always end it with like, follow your heart. So <laughs> yeah, you left it in my court. <laughs> but I met this guy on Hinge, naturally, and we were like talking a little bit and he seemed normal talked in like complete sentences remembered what I talked about I don't know little things that go a long way when you're on a dating app and he asked if I wanted to go bowling and I was like well I love bowling did he ask you or did he know that you liked bowling before no that was his idea like he proposed that idea and I was like okay exciting like something fun and different it's not just like let's get drinks so we went and met up to go bowling and he had texted me like a couple every day up leading up to it until he went bowling. And then I guess in the meantime, I had to get our friend Lauren to talk me out of skipping because I just like did not have a good feeling all of a sudden. I don't know why he was like super nice, but I like got to the bowling alley and I realized that the last time I was at that bowling alley, it was on a plenty of fish date. So I was like, oh, this is a bad sign. Which was like four years ago. Yeah, that was a it? long time ago. But I that's all, like the two times I've been to this specific bowling alley. And then... Did he choose that bowling alley? Yes. That's so... Wait, random. Maybe it's like... Maybe they advertise the guys on dating apps. I don't know. <laughs> okay, continue. <laughs> so then we're going and we're bowling and it's nice. Like, whatever. We're talking. It's fine. But he's like super touchy-feely. Like, he had mm. his hand on my back the whole time. It was like mm-hmm. a little bit unexpected for yeah, the first day. Yeah, that's what I thought. And then I was talking to some other people and some people said... 
well, that's normal. You just have to get used to it. And I was like, mm. it just made me we- weirded out. And then he kept putting his hand on my back and my hip. And then I got a strike and he grabs my face and I matrix style leaned back to avoid his kiss. <laughs> it was so awkward. And the, everyone else at the bowling alley definitely saw this interaction. And we had like a half of a game of bowling left to continue after this happened. And he's like, that's fine. And I was like, oh, this is just, no, this is like not too fast. (laughs) Wait, so these people you talked to said it was normal for him to grab your face? Not grab my face, but some people said like the touching like of the back and the hip are fine. But I don't know. That's just like on a first date when you're especially like if we had known each other and then decided to go out on a date. But I've literally talked to you like five times over a messaging app. I don't know. For me, that felt no. Like too I much. totally agree. <laughs> I feel uncomfortable and just I'm hearing about it. I'm like not a touchy feely person at all, and so maybe that's why. But like, I have to be very comfortable with you to like want to like do that. And on first date, I'd be like, dude, no. Yeah, we're not dating. You're being very boyfriendy. So, but yeah. I so I like I am kind of a touchy feely person, and I recently like went on first date, and it was kind of like that. But also, we'd have known of each other for since like first grade and like we'd been talking for a super long time so it wasn't weird but I feel like if you met someone on dating app and met them in real life for the first time ever they should probably keep your hands to yourself maybe he was just feeling the chemistry with you and he just wanted it to be a thing well maybe I don't know because I'm not very touchy-feely so I'm like definitely Emily like you said very similar I feel like in that regard but yeah, to me, he was still, like, a stranger, and I was like, no. You are not a touchy-feely person. <laughs> um, not, like, with our family, but, like, in life. Like, with, like... There's, like, certain people that I would be, like... Would you consider yourself a hugger? Weird. Hmm. I mean... Skeptical. I don't know. It's just, like, you gotta read the situation. Like, I have some friends that's like, okay, we're gonna hug one time. And that's fine. But then I have other friends, like one of my best friends, I he gets mad because I try to touch his face. He doesn't like that. But I don't know. I feel like when it comes to like relationships and dating, like if I'm like in like a relationship with someone like. Yeah. Yeah. In that regard, I would say I'm touchy feely ish, but not super touchy feely. Like yeah. there's definitely some people who are more touchy feely than me. And that I'm married to. <laughs> but I adapt. <laughs> some, people, name names. some people that Not you are married to. <laughs> what are those people in your colony? <laughs> but yeah, so that weirded me out. Then at the end, because it's not over... He's like, so I think we'll just after this swing by my place and I'll show you where I live. And I was like, mm, no, mm, not going to happen. No. So <laughs> casual. Yeah. I know. And I was like, no, I really have to work early tomorrow morning. Sorry. He goes, well, it's not like we're watching a movie or something. I'm just going to show you where I live. I was like, you're like, no. I don't want to yeah. know. No. I was like, no. And he's like, OK. And then I he asked me to hang out again. And I was like, he was like nice, but just moving way too fast. So naturally. I was thinking about a response and ended up ghosting him. <laughs> I would have done the same thing. Yeah. That I there's no way out of that. I can never get over the awkwardness, I feel like. Well, 
I feel like you're the type of person, and I am also this type of person, where if you feel uncomfortable, you're, like, not really going to get over that uncomfortableness. And you have to have a good feeling about the person right off the bat. Because you have a good, like, intuitive sense of, like, is this going to be a person to date or is it not? And if you know right away that's not, then you're not going to convince yourself otherwise. Right. Like, I make up my mind fairly quickly Mm -hmm. in most instances which can be a good thing and a bad thing but in this case follow your heart yes well i have some more hinge matches to get to so stay tuned i guess but you've been hinging recently i mean i have some inbox messages but i have not responded in like five days i have not been on the app recently girl just Just kidding do whatever you want (laughs) i wonder why i called you bossy (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> just I'm just teasing. I'll say probably don't go back to that bowling alley for a first date ever yeah, again. Yeah, that's like a right. good... Two good strikes <laughs> for that bowling alley. Strikes. Oh. LOL, bowling joke. <laughs> Unintended. Strikes where they kiss your face. Wow, I'm lame. Um, okay. <laughs> anyway, I read an article recently and I kind of wanted to get your guys' thoughts on it. Do tell. Have you ever heard of Spark Movement? I feel like no. maybe, but I don't really know what it is. So it's a nonprofit for girls 13 to 22 just to, I think they basically like inspire girls. But they realized, this organization, that Google's doodles on their homepages only feature women 17% of the time. So they reached out to Google and were like, hey, that's not cool, essentially. And now they are working with Google to create an app that is called Field Trip. And that app, if you turn on the history notifications, will alert you whenever you are at a place where something happened in history by a notable female, which that's, I think is kind of cool. That's pretty cool. That is cool. I would like to learn about I love, like, tiny fun history facts. Yeah, I was like, it's kind of a cool idea. And it was, the app was created by these kids, 13 to 22, these little girls. So, I, I don't know. Kind of cool. I'll post the article, but it was interesting wait is it like a thing now that i could download on my phone or are they working on it um the article did not say whether or not it was up we could check let's check okay so we downloaded field trip the app and it's pretty cool it's just like a google map but it has little markings for historical places and i think it notifies you when you if you like stumble upon yeah cool cool check it out guys stay informed (laughs) Well, history, those are such good, like, conversation starters, though. Ooh, it Here's also a has... history tidbit. Th- it says, nearby, the Tin Cup is a restaurant where the, they went on the travel channel, Man vs. Food show. Oh, really? I didn't oh, I know that. I noticed that restaurant as we were on Yeah, th- that's where they're putting the police station. Man vs. Food Challenger attempts the Lucy Challenge, 45 minutes to finish two one-pound... Fully loaded spicy juicy Lucy's plus two pounds of fries. Wow. That's a lot of food. That, the grease just like makes my stomach hurt. Oh god. <laughs> but yeah, that's where they're putting the police station in the basement of it. Oh. Very cool. Fun fact. So everyone <laughs> download Field Trip. Field Trip, yeah. If you like history and little facts. Yeah. So speaking of New Year, same floral couch. This episode is all about New Year's resolutions. If you think they're dumb, if you think they're great, goals, what you do to start a fresh new year. 
So we're going to talk about some of our goals and we had some listeners write in to talk about their goals. So here we go. Before we, before you tell us what your goals are, do you like the word resolution? I don't because I feel like that means that there's something negative that needs to be changed and that's not always the case. I also think like goal is more of a positive word. Mm-hmm. So, and you're like striving towards something. So right. New Year's goal. But I mean, New Year's resolution is like the, like the phrase. Yeah. 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 I've heard people discussing that recently and I was like, huh, goal's a good word. Like lifestyle change at start yeah kind of thing but yeah anyway i was curious what are your new year's goals so i have a list here and i'm writing them down and i realize that none of them are like a smart goal which is how you're supposed to set goals what is it i don't remember what the s is i know i totally specific specific, measurable measurable, attainable realistic and time and time um like like time based be more aware of those things (laughs) and like working in marketing and communications like you always have to be like when you're setting goals like you need to be able to measure them and so Mm -hmm. i feel like this is going against everything i've been taught but that's okay because i don't need to be that they're things you're working towards they're not resolutions right Right. they're not resolutions they are just guidelines to live a better life because taking a step back i don't think you need to have new year's resolutions or new year's goals like any time is a good time to start something and i feel like when i've asked a lot of people before we did this podcast i was asking people's opinions on new year's resolutions and a lot of people said no like we don't really I don't set them because anytime's a good time to start something. If I felt like I needed to do something, I could do it in April. So yeah, I got the same feedback because I was asking some coworkers today at lunch and I then got a rant about how arbitrary New Year's is. And I was like, okay, I get it. That's, you know, I understand that it's arbitrary, but it's a good way to kind of reset and relook at what you want to accomplish. I feel like. Yeah. I feel like, especially working in like the corporate world, it's, you kind of get in a rhythm of okay like the last two weeks of the year everything kind of shuts down and you're able to like think more about like what you want to accomplish and I'm kind of stuck in that rhythm yeah and like okay let's go 2019 so that was a long intro to what my goals are (laughs) so number one would be to figure out my life which is definitely not a smart goal but I'm in a place where I need to figure out what my next career step is, whether I'm going to go back to school or get a different job or start a new career path. And so I'm in the middle of trying to figure out what the next step is, whether it's a baby step or a big step. So in 2019, I'm going to figure it out. So just before the end of 2019, you're going to have your next step figured out. Yes. Okay. That's I like specific it. and timely. Yeah. So realistic. Yeah. What are the uh, (laughs) attainable? Um, Yeah. So the next (laughs) one is fitness related. Um, And I've come to the realization that my body is not one that can keep doing long distance running and like tons of cardio. Because when I was training for the last marathon, I like really messed up my body and was just like working it way too hard and not 
recovering enough. And once I stopped doing that, I've, I've felt so much better. And so 2019, I'm going to focus less on running and do more, like do more of a variety of workouts and just kind of switch things up. Yeah. Are you going to try anything that, is there anything you've wanted to try? Like as far as a fitness I've always class. wanted to try kickboxing. I've never tried that. I know you've tried to, you've wanted to get me to try it. So maybe 2019 will be the year. Let's do it. Um, <laughs> but I love just like taking different classes mm-hmm. and trying, trying things out. So I'll probably do more of that. Maybe do more weightlifting. Okay. Mm-hmm. This one is measurable and timely. I want to read two books a month. Because I know you did 50 books a year last year. Right? Well, that was my goal. I ended up at 31 with like five that are half finished. But So seeing that and you read way more than I do, my goal is just to do two a month because I feel like that's doable mm-hmm. for me. So watch less Netflix mm-hmm. and read more. And then going along with that, my other goal is to spend less time doing dumb things and that it means like less time on my phone, less time on Instagram, less time reading things about The Bachelor. That new, what is it, the time app thing on your phone that yep. tells you how long you spent on your phone has made, that actually works. Like it, it makes me feel bad and it makes you really look at like, oh, I spend like a lot of my time just playing on my phone and I maybe should stop. Yep. That's exactly like one of the things that made me be like okay this needs to change and so I've slowly like it's been like okay down 15 percent and then down another 15 percent and then last week I was down 24 percent and I'm like oh this feels good I'm gonna keep going I had lunch with our friend Hannah today shout out to Hannah Ooh, hey, Hannah. Um, and she told me that she I can't remember when, if it was like a few months ago or a while ago, but she deleted the Instagram app off of her phone and doesn't go on Instagram. And I was like, that sounds amazing. And I aspire to be like that. It's hard because I feel like we post on Instagram a lot and not that we necessarily need to, but. Right. I don't think that I would delete it, but I think that I would like at least like for a while not go on my personal account and not like spend time looking at people's Instagram, looking at Instagram stories because that like just messes with your brain in so many ways. Right. But you can also with the time app thing on your phone, you can set a limit for specific apps. Like if you, you you, yeah. So I have it where I have a problem with playing cupcake mania and candy mania on my phone and so I've said it so that it's a limit. I have a one hour, which is kind of still a lot of time, but a one hour limit every day of being able to play games on my phone. So and then, then what does it do when you've hit your limit? When you have five minutes until your limit, it says five more minutes and you can either override it and click go away <laughs> or you can click okay. And then when you get to your limit, it's like, this is your limit and these are now locked and you have to like type in your password to override it. So I think it's probably mostly for parents to control how much time their kids are spending oh. on their phone. Oh, yeah. But I mean, you can, it's a good, like, so that, cause usually you just it's a like, good reminder you to get, have. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, I'm going to do that. So you can have it. Yeah. You can block specific apps or you can just block like 
the ca- different categories. So I have like an hour limit for games. So you can do like an hour whatever limit for social media apps. And then it tells you when your time is almost up. Very cool. And then my main goal, not main, these are all main, but um, <laughs> my goal that I've already started is that I'm going, I got a bullet journal and I'm going to bur- bullet journal every day in 2019. So here's my bullet journal right here. Ooh, um, ah. And I got not just a regular bullet journal, which is like just blank, like graph paper bullet pages, because when I was researching bullet journals and looking at people who bullet journal, they like have to draw out every day and like write in the numbers and the dates and everything and I thought okay if I have to do that then there's no way I'm going to be able to keep the goal so I got a bullet journal that already has dates and weeks and months it's kind of like a planner but you're like it's a planner making it your own but I can like draw in it which I'm not like a super creative like doodle drawer but I am like a very neat like everything needs to like look nice and perfect handwriting and I already spilled water on it unfortunately (laughs) but character and so I'm gonna use it as like a half planner half like mini journal for what happened that day because it it kind of will be an easier way for me to remember what I did Mm -hmm. every day and every year because another thing that I do every year at the end of the year is write out a year in review in my journal they usually start towards the end of this December and hope and try to finish it before the new year I started doing it because I it was like five years ago I was in Italy maybe five yeah no six years ago we're old we are so old (laughs) five or six years ago I can't remember I was studying abroad in Italy and so I rang in the new year in Italy in Rome and it was like the best experience and the year later when it was New Year's Eve and I was like at home feeling like super nostalgic about like last year at this time I was in Italy and so I'm like wow it'd be cool to like write a whole um like kind of synopsis of everything that's happened this year and so I wrote like a pretty short one and then I'm like an obsessive detailed person so I was like okay wait next year I'm gonna write out everything that (laughs) happened every month and so I started doing this thing where I do okay January and I write out what happened and I go back and like look at my social media and look at the pictures on my phone and like try to remember what happened in that month and then I write it out and it's really fun and it takes a long time but it's really cool to go back like before I write the current year to go back and read all of the years from before and be like wow like so much has changed and like this is how it's happened yeah and um I was thinking maybe it's bad that it's like in this journal and I hope like nothing bad happens to the journal but maybe I should like digitalize it somehow but yeah but there's something about writing things down that you could take a picture so it's in your cloud, but that's true. Still just keep it hard. But copy. that's like one of my favorite things to do. Yeah. So you did you finish 2018 already? Yep, I did. I finished it a few days ago and it took me like four hours. Did you have any like big epiphanies, takeaways? No, <laughs> I think it helped me. Cause I've been in this like struggling phase of like, what am I supposed to do with my life? What do I do next? I don't know what to do. I don't know what I want to do. I don't know what I'm meant to do. 
like I feel like I'm just wasting my time at this job that I don't care about but writing out everything that happened like from the beginning of the year and like like I went to Europe and I got married and Mm -hmm. I ran a marathon I was like nope like actually this was a pretty great year and like I don't have anything to be like sad or upset about like I accomplished what I needed to do and now 2019 will be the year that I can figure it out so yeah that's how I feel about like because I do the same thing I wrote like a year in review and I haven't been doing it for as long five years but I was thinking about the one that I wrote like 2017 to 2018 and for me 2017 was a huge year I got my first teaching contract and moved across the state all by myself and got a puppy and Mm -hmm. did a whole bunch of personal goals and I was thinking about like Nothing happened in 2018. I didn't do anything. This is the worst year. <laughs> and then I remembered, oh, wait, like there was two weddings and a baby and I moved and I did all this stuff. And so I was trying to write mine out chronologically like each month and then I just couldn't do it. So I like categorized it into like career and employment, family mm-hmm. and other stuff. And I was like, well, I mean, I guess I did. I did a lot. I moved three times in three months. And but yeah, I feel kind of thought about that like oh it was actually a big year mm-hmm. where I just like didn't doesn't feel that way towards the end of it yeah but 2019 is gonna be good it's gonna be a big year <laughs> Woo. anyway <laughs> that ends my long rant about new year's <laughs> goals Alyssa, what are your new year's goals so in thinking about like the big things that happened in 2018 i technically have been living in my house for a year now and being a homeowner, I've realized comes with lots of financial responsibilities. So I feel like saving and getting serious about paying off like student loan debt, etc., is going to be one of my big goals. So I am committed to bringing all of my lunches for, to work. And just basically I gave myself a limit of two meals that I can eat out a month, except for vacations, because I feel like when you're out of town, you can't really control that. And then Like, I don't need to buy new clothes this year. I have a closet full of clothes. Just, like, really watching and monitoring my spending, I think, is my first, like, main goal. Have you ever heard of the Mint app? I have. Do you use it? Um, I used it a couple years ago, and I liked it because I would get emails of, I was able to set limits on how much I spent in each place, and then I was able to get emails like, oh, you spent too much money on gas this month. Yeah. Which is, like... It's hard because some months you spend more money on guests than others. But yeah, if it's in it, but if it's you spend too much money on dumb things at Target this month, so right. you should probably <laughs> stop. <laughs> Target, my weakness. But yeah. But yeah, if you're like, I would recommend Mint or looking into other apps. Yeah, I'll look into I have this like generic, super like free spending app, but and I'm also like logging everything I spend that's not a bill, like a regular bill, so that at like basically shaming myself if I like have to write down like does this include Starbucks yes what's your rule on Starbucks unless I have a gift card you're not buying it I'm not buying it for the whole 2019 for a whole 2019 unless I count that as my one day a month eating out or if it's while I'm on vacation Dang. Or if someone offers to buy you coffee, I have a right. thing. I don't drink coffee unless I get it for free. Okay. See, but I also work in a coffee shop, so oh. that's a little <laughs> different. <laughs> I you, I rarely get like Starbucks or 
anything or like coffee out unless it's like to go get coffee with someone or yeah like I, w- I never am like, oh, I really want a Starbucks and just go get one. I feel like people do that a lot, but I have never been like that. I feel like for me, my addiction to Starbucks started when because I just needed to like get out of like the windowless room I was working in and I needed to go on a walk, but I was up to like buying like three Starbucks a day. And now I buy like one most days, but well, in 2018, I bought one most days, but now I'm cutting it out. So no spending money. Also related to your Instagram thing, I'm putting my phone to bed essentially before bed because especially like I miss being a morning person. I feel like I used to be and now I like get up and or I was in a habit of getting up, looking through Instagram and then like an hour later I'd finally get out of bed and I'm like this is just ridiculous. So my phone is nowhere near my bed. I'm not allowed to hit snooze. Day one was a little rough but that's also a goal of mine because and then I read till I fall asleep and it's just more productive I feel like I think that's a good goal I we try to keep our phones away from the bed try to doesn't always happen it's hard um because it's just such a habit to be like okay set it next to your on your nightstand on the charger and then like set your alarm so yeah it's hard because i i should do that too if my phone is not right next to my face i do not hear my alarm and so i can't Uh it's just like within reach but also listen to either podcasts or books to help me fall asleep Mm. and so but now that i i have i got like a bluetooth speaker for christmas so now i can have that by my face and not yeah i have an old-fashioned plug it into the wall alarm clock so it's easier to get tie the. I also tie. own one of those. Probably I should set that up. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about those. I know. It's you, crazy. I, once, I'm I just had to buy one at the store and you can't, like. Really? I mean, you can, but there's like two options. Right. Mine's still from college, so. I have a Disney princess <laughs> one. You can have it, Lynn. Does it sing Disney songs? Yeah, it sings like a Cinderella song. <laughs> I'm not going to sing it okay. with this voice. <laughs> Gosh, I tried so hard to get her to sing for you guys. Um, any other time. <laughs> My other, so I have three other like minor things. One, I've realized I've been watching like too much TV slash I want to be generally more active. So Monday through Saturday, if I'm home alone, I'm not allowed to watch TV unless I'm walking on the treadmill. Sunday is a free day <laughs> so I can catch up on some shows. But generally, I feel like I was in a habit of coming home and watching a lot of TV. So trying to cut down Mm -hmm. on that and be healthier. It's hard when you live alone. It is because, I mean, I read and stuff, but sometimes I just want to, even just for background noise, I feel like I just want to hear noise. Yeah. So downloaded some new podcasts and yeah, hopefully I'll get more books read, which is my other goal is just to beat last year's books so oh, that's good. more than 31 mm-hmm. is the only measure and then finally because I was inspired by your talk of bullet journaling I just kind of was pinteresting bullet journals and there's one where you kind of color code your mood every day of the year like whether oh, it was I a good that. day etc mm-hmm. so I decided I'm doing that so it's sitting by my bed with a bunch of colored pens and just every night before bed just kind of log what kind of if it was a good day a bad day a stressful day etc so those are my goals. Awesome. Loon? 
Yes. <laughs> what are your goals? Well, my huge like main goal of 2019 is to finish, start and finish my master's degree for special education. I don't really know if that's attainable, but I'm going to try as best I can to get it done. And if I don't, then I tried. And if I do, then great. Okay. Um, that's So that's like kind of my main goal. Also, I'm trying to like manage my anxiety more on my own instead of letting it consume me or like just like finding other ways to manage it just kind of like try to manage it within so my i decided to identify my two like biggest conquerable fears and one is the dentist Mm. um i haven't been to the dentist in like four years so but actually my best friend works at a dentist's office and she's the um she has like all the appointment scheduling and records and files and stuff and so I texted her and had her set me up with an appointment so that she would set me up with the nicest people. And she told me that, or she scheduled me for a time where she's not working so that she can come in and hold my hand through the whole appointment. (laughs) Also, I feel like there are plenty of dentists because I also have like a fear of the dentist. And I like did a lot of research and there is one where it's it was called like tranquility and that's like the one I still go to and they like literally as they're doing Novocaine like give you a head massage and like just try to relax you put on the tv which I feel like that part is normal but I don't know it's just like super relaxing and I'm like oh this is this isn't so bad (laughs) yeah I'm also trying to get it done in case I need because I haven't been in the dentist in a long time so in case I need some like major dental work before I get kicked off our dad's insurance (laughs) plan (laughs) makes sense no now i got kicked off and i are not regular my regular dentist isn't covered by my insurance anymore and so i awkwardly had to i set up an appointment and then i had to call back and be like jk i can't go here anymore Uh, but i'm not afraid of the dentist i'm just afraid of scheduling appointments so online (laughs) yeah that's um my other one is that I've always struggled with a lot of social anxiety my whole life and so and then it just compounds itself because then I don't feel like I have any friends or I have anything to do and so I'm just gonna try to like put myself out there more and network meet some new people okay do you have ideas on how you're gonna do that I think like everyone that I work with at my coffee shop that I work at is we're all pretty close and we're all friends like when we're there and then some of them hang out outside of work and some of them don't or and I like usually don't hang out with them, so I think I'm just gonna try to like invite people. I'm getting couches in my living room this week, so actually like have a place for people okay. to come over and sit down. Like just kind of set up my house as a place where oh you guys come over, we can like play games or have some drinks yeah. or whatever. Um, it'll be especially nice in the spring because I have a big backyard, and so I can get like patio furniture and a bonfire pit and stuff. Serious question: Are they floral couches? unfortunately so the couches i'm getting are the ones from our farmhouse Ah. that some of them are floral yeah so my grandparents had they have a floral couch and that was the one that was in their living room at their like house in town and they moved that one to the farmhouse Mm. so i'm not getting the floral couch but when they get new house couches then i'll get the floral couch It's inside. Or <laughs> my dad is actually, he's bringing them down to my house from like my grandparents' house. And I told him, hey, if you accidentally bring the floral couch down, <laughs> I wouldn't be mad. <laughs> <laughs> but I think our grandma would be upset. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's like the nicest one. Or is it not? The floral couch? Yeah. 
yeah that one's nice because it's been it hasn't been in the farmhouse for a really long time mm-hmm. but i don't know it's a couch and i didn't have to pay for it so yeah it is what it is yeah as long as it's not a futon that someone peed on <laughs> <laughs> true story but we won't elaborate <laughs> Still, my parents' uh, garage. Um, <laughs> okay, great. So, <laughs> so now we're gonna dive into some of our listener goals. We asked you guys on Instagram and other places. I think wh- what your New Year's resolution is, what you think about New Year's resolutions, and we're gonna read some of them off. So let me pull them up. Here we go. First one we got was live more simplistically, which I like because I feel like that could mean a lot of things. And what comes to mind for me is kind of what you said about not buying clothes Mm -hmm. because I too have a really full closet of clothes that I don't need all of them. And I continue to look for stuff to buy and be like, oh, that's cute. It's soft. I need this fuzzy sweater. (laughs) Sorry, my life. But I don't need to do that. And so I feel like another thing I'm going to try to do is go through my stuff and try to get rid of a lot of it and especially clothes because we don't need all the stuff we have. Right. Yeah. I plan on doing that as well because I bought a new dresser last at the very end of December. And then once it gets here and I like set it up, I'm going to like transfer clothes there and then hopefully do a purge of everything i haven't worn the last year but i've been into listing things that i don't need on poshmark and i've made i've sold some stuff that way made just like a little extra money on the side i've heard really good things about Poshmark. i've started doing that i haven't sold anything yet but i've listed some things but i haven't sold anything how long does it take you to sell things sometimes you put stuff up and it sells like i put up before so after i bought my apple watch I had my Fitbit and I was didn't know what to do with it. So I was like, well, if I just sell it on Poshmark and see what happens, I put that up and it sold within 30 minutes. But I've had other things that have sold within like a day, a week, four months. So I use Poshmark and Mercari is a different app that mm-hmm. I use. So okay. I list everything on both places. I haven't sold anything. It's been like two months. It sometimes it takes a while and sometimes I am like, okay, if this doesn't sell in this amount of time, then I'm just going to donate it. Okay. But make sure that if you donate it, take it down off your Poshmark site so that someone doesn't <laughs> buy it. And then you have to message them and say, uh, sorry, I don't actually have that anymore. <laughs> then your seller ratings go down. Funny. Yikes. What are your, what's your Poshmark site called? In case people want to look at your clothes. Oh, let me see. Mine is, uh, I think it's A-N-N-A-E-W-E-N-N. So my name with an extra N. Mine is M-J-U-N, E-M-J-E-W-E-N. Okay. So if you want my Gap black pants. Or my Navy Gap pants. (laughs) (laughs) I got some pants on there right now. Some workout clothes. I have some good, uh, some Fabletics workout clothes. That's the last thing I sold was some Fabletics things because... I went a little too crazy in their $7 sale at the end of the summer. (laughs) What else did our listeners say? So the next one we have is um, New Year's resolution or goal is to visit five new countries. Wow. That is lofty. Yeah. 
That's impressive. It is. Is it someone that lives in Europe by chance that said that? Oh, it is. So it's slightly easier, but still, that's Mm -hmm. awesome. Yeah, that's cool. I'm jealous of that Um, goal. (laughs) Another one is finding productive things to do with my free time now that I'm done with school. I feel like that's a hard adjustment. Like once you're done with school and then you need to find something to fill your time. Like I remember graduating and being like, I need a hobby. Like all I do is go to work and school. I struggled that even with that even when I switched jobs most recently. Or because work I home. Sorry. Yeah. No, because I worked like all the time and then all of a sudden I had free time. So I was like, okay, I need to do something. And that's when I got involved in like volunteering and stuff. But even now I'm like, it's just not regular enough. I've been looking into other ways to get involved because just need more hobbies. <laughs> Another one we got was to have all my Christmas shopping done by the 1st of December. I think that's attainable. <laughs> it is. It's very specific. It, it is. Sounds um, like a smart goal to me. And related to Christmas and he's going to plan all year. Yeah. I mean, or just like Amazon Prime, whenever they're having a good sale, get it all done. I don't know, like a Labor Day sale or something. Get it all done. <laughs> a labor that's the first thing you think of. I was thinking earlier like than like think Cyber Black Monday. Friday, Black like. Friday and Cyber Monday are before December first, so they are. Just but, but if he like this is what this person should do. Here's my advice for this person. <laughs> Write down what you want to get. Think of it. Keep a list in your phone throughout the year and then when it comes to Black Friday or a Labor Day sale. Then <laughs> I actually did that this year where I made a list in my phone of all the people I needed to get gifts for, what they needed or wanted, or I should get them. And it helped because I was kind of a crazy person. I feel like that's a good idea. Yeah. I always like forget someone and last minute I'm like, crap, I need to order something. I got everyone their Christmas gifts after Christmas this year because I didn't have enough money to buy <laughs> Christmas gifts. It's a thought Sometimes that counts. that happens, yeah. Some people got some free coffee. I would take that. <laughs> and then another one we got was to use my credit card less, Ooh. which also relatable. Seriously. I got a couple that one of my coworkers is only going to drink if she worked out that day fitness tip it's dangerous to work out with alcohol in your system so work out then drink yes I think that was the goal like she had to work out in order to be able to drink okay um someone said to be a better friend oh I like that one yeah I think I'm curious what all that entails just like maybe a lot of way to do well ways to do that stay more connected I don't know checking up on your friends more Yeah. yeah One was to lose baby fat, so a friend that just had a baby and pay off some debt. And then another person I know said they're going to try to read 12 books this year, so a book a month. So now that we've talked about New Year's goals, do you want to, uh, since Mercury is probably in retrograde, talk about our 2019 horoscopes? (laughs) Is Mercury in retrograde? I don't think so. Mercury is always in retrograde. (laughs) That's always an excuse for why you're acting crazy. (laughs) Do you want to hear your 2019 horoscope? Yes, ma'am. Okay, you're a Taurus, correct? Yes. Okay. Your ruler, lovely Venus, doesn't go through any retrograde periods in 2019. But does that mean clear sailing for you all year? It's doubtful. Oh, no. So you have no excuse to act crazy. (laughs) 
Taurus, but you might get a break in the dominant areas of your life that she rules, love and money. One transit to look forward to is a Venus-Jupiter conjunction in Sagittarius at the end of January and again at the end of November, especially for its easygoing energy. Everything seems to be just a little easier now, which is kind of nice. A four-month-long Jupiter retrograde cycle starting in early April will help give you much-needed time for philosophical reflection and spiritual introspection. Okay. Confronting your darker behaviors, instincts, and habits isn't easy, but the chance for growth and transformation is enormous if you do it. There's a new moon in your sign at the start of May that will help launch new relationships and projects if you find a way to use its powerful potential. Ooh, okay. That seems promising. Noted. Anything you instigate now should be successful if you see it through. Ooh, sounds promising. Promising, yes. Delegating is always an option, but you're better off at least supervising the details as things progress. Uranus enters your earthy sign in the beginning of March and turns retrograde in August. This isn't the easiest pairing because Uranus likes change and you like things to stay the same. Can you reach a middle ground? Yes, but you'll have to be willing to keep a much more open mind than usual. The Jupiter retrograde welcomes introspection and the opportunity to shift your energy inward, so take full advantage of your downtime. That sounds promising and also very vague at the same time. Gee, I wonder why it's vague. No, but it's all, I mean, there's some all things that Taurus apply to you. there. Listen up. Yes. There's some things that apply to your goals, so. That's true. That's true. So we'll see. We'll see. Okay, I'm going to read yours now. Gemini. You're up for anything and everything this year. Wow. Mercury, your chatty home planet. Has three <laughs> retrograde periods this year in March, July, and November, starting in late October. Did it not say that Mercury is not going to be in retrograde this Things? year? No, I think I think that was Jupiter. Yeah, Jupiter was. Mercury's in retrograde. retrograde for Gemini. Well, all right, here we go. <laughs> it spends most of its retro time in emotional water signs versus the quick to react fire signs it visited last year. Because water signs are highly intuitive, it will benefit you to use your gut instincts when you're confused or unsure of how to proceed. This might go against your logical nature, but you can get results by stepping outside your comfort zone and relying on your inner voice instead of cold, hard facts for a change. Ooh. Uranus moves steady into, into Taurus at the start of March, which we already learned about, which could really shake things up. What is no longer working for you? Maybe a relationship romantic or business has run its course is it time to contemplate changing jobs does your wardrobe or personal style need an overhaul we just said no it does not. <laughs> maybe a purge that's an overhaul. right whether it's a big or small change you're considering this pair likes to remind you that change can be very very good the sun spends time in your sign in late May and into June, so you're super sociable and curious in these su summer months. You lean to the intellectual side, so you want to learn everything you can about a wide range of topics, and you love to talk about what you've learned. Trivia nights were made for you, Gemini, spending time with friends and family and even strangers. Talking and philosophizing about your life is your favorite way to spend your spare moments. Make your wildest dreams come true with your 2019 horoscope wow i feel like a lot's gonna happen it's gonna be a good year <laughs> lots of changes maybe also apparently i need to talk to people a lot but mercury's in retrograde so you have an excuse three to be times crazy. three times so all my craziness 
is excused. Also, I feel like Gemini is like the wild child of the signs anyway, which is like funny because I'm not. (laughs) (laughs) Everything's like Gemini. It's because you're crazy, Gemini. I recently saw something like people keep posting on Facebook like, this is for all you Sagittarius's out there. And it's like, is this really a thing that people think is real? But apparently they do. And Loon, you're Aquarius. A new year, more changes. Uranus, your home planet. Makes That's it- my home planet? <laughs> yes. Is this a joke? <laughs> I don't make this crap up. Is this from horoscope.com so you know it's legit? Your home planet makes a big change this year. It's relatively slow moving, spending six to seven years in each sign. So it's a major event when it moves from fiery Aries into slower moving Taurus in early March, which is its fall position, meaning these two energies are pretty much opposite. Where Uranus likes to experiment, Taurus takes the traditional route. Why? I just can't. Where Uranus likes to experiment, Taurus takes the traditional route. Uranus likes to be an innovator, and Taurus says, I'm good with tradition. Note, it's retrograde period beginning in mid-August and finishing out the year. Too many attempted outer changes result in the need for inner change. Take time out from your busy schedule to reflect on the lessons you may have missed recently. Which you said you recently did, right? By journaling? You did. You wrote your 2018 review. Oh, yeah. This is for 2019, but that's general advice. I mean, like school lessons. I'm going to do that that this year. Yeah. Saturn is in Capricorn for the year, indicating a strong work ethic and the need to get serious about some things. Like school. It's retrograde period from late April to mid-September is a reminder to not get too lost in your head. Beating yourself up over past mistakes is likely, but not everything is your fault, Aquarius. Give yourself a break and think positively. Hey, that was one of my things I wrote down before I was going to talk about it. It says positive attitude. I like it. Mars is always on a power trip, but gets mellowed out somewhat when it moves into Libra's chill presence in October. This is a detrimental position, meaning they don't always play nicely. But you can take advantage of Libra's slightly more laid back vibe. This isn't the time to try to talk circles around anyone or pull any of your passive aggressive stuff. When am I not supposed to be passive aggressive? This is October. Oh, okay. Though noted, though Aquarius, the direct approach works best. Okay, so less Minnesotan, more Montanan. Sure. Okay, <laughs> we will post a link from horoscope.com so you all can read your 2019 horoscopes, see what the year holds, and get pumped get for pumped. the year. Yes. And now it's time for dear pedal peeps. Woo! We had a listener write in with an update. We gave good advice and it turned out well. So keep writing in questions because this one worked out. They wrote, Dear Petal Peeps, I'm writing in with an update. Remember when you answered my question about a guy I met at a mutual friend's wedding? Welp, we didn't see each other at Thanksgiving because too many family events. However, we continued talking and were able to meet up while in our hometown over the Christmas holidays and have decided we are officially in a relationship and are committed to making a long-distance relationship work for the time being. Thanks for your great advice. Yay! That's so great. So if you guys have any questions or want some advice, we apparently it works for some people floralcouchconversations at gmail.com or slide into our dms on instagram or facebook floral couch conversations yeah um we'll be back every week this year on a new day new day 
new year new day same floral couch same floral couch will be our episodes will be out on mondays from now on yes they will so helping you with that monday grind you know yeah the monday it's called the sunday scaries what do you call mondays besides monday just another manic monday (laughs) here we go yes exactly (laughs) if you have any episode ideas if there's anything you want to hear feel free to again send us a note guests you want to come back new guests you want to hear from yeah just let us know yeah we have some fun guests already lined up but we anticipate a good year ahead Stick with us. New website coming soon, floralcouchconversations.com. It's in the works. It's in the works. If you're liking what you're hearing, please tell everyone that will listen um, and leave us a five-star review or however many stars that you think we deserve on anywhere you listen to podcasts. Send us your feedback. We always like to hear from our listeners. And yeah, like Alyssa said, tell everyone you know. Awesome. Until next time. Thanks, everybody. Bye. Bye. Bye.